Dear sisters and brothers, if you want to see today's parable of the wedding feast enacted, a presentation of the celebration that is the foretaste of the banquet of the kingdom of God, come to St. James Cathedral Hall on Columbia at Terry at 4.15 any Monday through Friday afternoon. The procession to St. James starts most days around 1.30. If you're driving around town, you can see the guests streaming here from all over the city. Some with orca cards, some trudging up our steep first hill from Pioneer Square or from Rainier Valley, others from West Seattle or from the city's parks and shelters. They're an unlikely band of guests. Folks down on their luck, junkies and alcoholics, the street-worn, some young and lost, others old and confused. There's sometimes mothers with their youngsters in tow. Many cannot speak English or cannot speak it well. On cold days, some will pause and rest here or nap here in the warmth of our open cathedral, a place of beauty and a place of refuge. On warm afternoons, they wait patiently until three out along Columbia in the sun. At three o'clock, the doors of the cathedral hall open earlier on days when it's cold and raining. The volunteer cooks and cleaners, our two magnificent directors, arrived long before then to slice lettuce and to dice apples and oranges, to saute hamburger meat or wash and boil 65 pounds of potatoes, carefully to prepare 160 perfect plates of sweet desserts and brew gallons of coffee. The volunteers, they're a cross-section too. Army reservists and retired teachers and nurses and former food service workers. Mothers and grandmothers who worry about their youngsters as they make the salad, chatting with one another. A stockbroker who takes off his tie and puts on a rubber apron to scrub the pots and pans. Students from O'Day and Holy Names and Seattle U who set the tables and butter the bread 
and learn from what they see. Learn from those with whom they serve. Learn from those they serve. When all is ready, the volunteers pause for a moment to pray, and promptly at 4.15, the shuttered windows of the food line are rolled up, and the banquet begins. A hot entree. Shepherd's pie or sloppy joes or baked ziti or turkey and mashed potatoes or on the third Thursday of every month, everybody's favorite, pizza from our friends at Pagliacci's. Every day, five days a week, fresh green salad, fresh fruit salad, buttered bread, an array of desserts, food donated, food gleaned from many sources, food purchased thanks to the generosity of this community. 150, 160, 170 guests a day. At the end of the month when the assistance checks have been spent, 200 or more. They wait their turn, most of them patiently, a few even with a smile, when the volunteers call them sir and ma'am. There are occasional scruffles or hard words, but more often they wait their turn with the ancient, enduring patience of the poor. And they're grateful on days when there's enough food for seconds. Then dishes and counters and tablecloths get washed, the floors are mopped, and the next day it all begins again. I tell you this not to praise the generosity of our volunteers and of our many donors, praiseworthy as they are. Not to make us proud of our parish's good works in so many different ministries. Good as those works are. I point to it because the kitchen and all the other ministries they form a simple reminder, a sign, an outward sign that gives grace, a sacrament, no less than the sacrament we celebrate at this altar today. It's a sacrament of mercy that anticipates the Messianic banquet we heard described in today's first reading, when the Lord will wipe away the tears from every eye. 
and when there will be enough for all, a place for all at table, the rich and the poor, the good and the not so good alike. Until that blessed day dawns, Christ is served Monday through Friday as he passes through the line next door at 415, carrying his tray. He waits for us to recognize his wounded hands and feet in the wounded hands and feet and hearts of the guests who come there every day. He's grateful for a hot meal and for the warmth and the kindness and acceptance he receives from those who serve him there and from us who serve him here at this celebration today. until that blessed day when all is taken up into the mystery of God, when God becomes all in all. We need to keep our doors open, don't we? Keep our hearts open so we can recognize him huddled under the freeway. Recognize him among the guests next door. Together we affirm that until he comes at last in glory, we will keep the potatoes boiling on the stove. So may it be. Amen.